Here's your host, Alex Garrett. It is a Friday night, and uh, we just keep on having some really good voices, really great guests on here. And uh, the gals from A Sip and a Shot, which is also on Spreaker, one of the reasons why I have you guys on today, A Sip and a Shot, VJ and Jamie, is because you are fellow Spreaker podcasters, and I always love talking to those within the sphere. So thanks for joining me tonight. Thanks for having us. We're excited. Yeah. I I always love talking to people on Spreaker because I just think there's so much of a community out there that isn't explored, yet I think Spreaker does a great job. And uh, you've been featured. uh, First of all, tell us why for Black History Month, how were you guys able to be featured by Spreaker? I'm very curious how that process worked. Um, so they actually sent out an email requesting that if any, there's any podcast owned by black artists or, you know, that feature black voices and wanted to be featured, um, to write in. I just happened to catch the email a little later, I think, than anticipated. Um, but it was pretty easy just to kind of, you know, I think they listened to our content and then decided it was okay for them to share. We didn't say anything crazy and we made the cut. Uh, so VJ and Jamie, you're part of a sip and a shot. You're the hosts. So I got to ask any shots that you recommend tonight for Friday night. It's winter in New York uh, and, and everywhere it feels like. So, so anything to help us relax tonight that, that you would want to recommend? Of course. <laughs> we, now, you know, we have your shots. Um, one of my favorite shots that we made, especially for Valentine's day was called, um, Oh my God! It was a, it wasn't the strawberry kiss, but it had the tequila rose, strawberry cream, and the um, and fireball. It was called red hot panties. Red hot panties. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. <laughs> and I had a rim of um, cinnamon sugar. It was so good. It was really an easy shot to get through, and it's fun. You know, it's something quick and fun you can pop back and keep making and be okay. Yeah. Uh, how long you guys ha- have had this podcast for? And tell us a bit about Sipping a Shop for those that may follow but don't know the whole story. Um, so we we have been friends for a long time, um, since college a few years ago. And we started recording the podcast, I think, last June and started putting it out last July, um, July 2020. And we've kind of been going consistently every week, um, episodes post every Wednesday. We record on Sunday night. Um, and I guess the basis of the show is the two of us just talking girl talk or, you know, just like you would hang out with your friends and be able to go and have a drink, take a shot, take a sip um, of something. And we provide you with those and some laughs. Well, and that's yeah. why I brought you on because you guys are so dynamic. And I think it goes beyond just being featured for Black History Month. And, and I kind of want to go and ask, do you think that the black voice should be featured beyond February. I mean, there's just, there needs to be more encouragement and, and more involvement. No, just beyond February. That's just how I see it from, from where I sit. Definitely. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I think, you know, black voices should always be featured because black voices are everyone's voices in a sense, you know, everyone's voices need to be heard. So, I think we do a we do a fun job of getting our voices out there and listening to other voices as well because those influence us too. And how how do you think uh, you know collaborations can help get the voice out there with, with anybody on Spreaker? Really, I would say anybody out there. 
I think it helps kind of bridge the gap for people to try to connect with different audiences, um, which is nice. You could really not know a podcast host um, and kind of join them on their show or have them on yours, and then you reach a whole new audience and be able to share a different perspective that they might not get in their everyday life. And when you have a guest on, I got to ask you, where does that conversation go? I feel like it's like a bar setting sort of, and you guys are just talking to them uh, every episode when you have a guest on. That's exactly how it is. Like Jesse was saying, the premise for our show is, you know, when you go over to your friend's house just to hang out, nothing planned, you kind of let it roll and you always have a great time. So we've, um, so far we've had one guest or two guests on our show. We had a dental hygienist and a nurse practitioner and just talking to them about some of the things that women go through. A lot of our male listeners felt like we didn't, <laughs> we didn't reach out to them as much as they wanted <laughs> episode. So I know we have a few more guest episodes coming up and, a lot of them have said, you know, it's just we like listening to you guys because it's like we're talking to you every other day. And that's how we like to keep it. And uh, and how do you guys keep the chemistry going as a duo? Obviously, I kind of do this on my own, but how do you guys keep the chemistry as a duo uh, for your podcast every episode? <laughs> it's, we spend a lot of time together um, and talk often, almost daily. But we've been friends for such a long time, it's kind of easy um we're very careful not to step on each other's toes which can lead us into some hard decision making sometimes but it's pretty easy it's just kind of like doing something with your friend or a sibling i guess that you like (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting go ahead sorry i think like like jamie was saying we've known each other for so long we have a lot of respect for each other and uh, we've been through a lot together so we know you, you know we know how to bring the best out of each other we also know like okay we shouldn't talk you know we should keep this between the two of us kind of thing so it <laughs> do works you, do you think you guys like as if you're perfecting a shot or you know whatever drink you guys are making while on the air you know even if it's a verbal drink i guess you'd say you know the the imagination of it it's almost like perfecting the perfect podcast isn't it there's sort of a relationship there that is true. Um, we we both are bartenders, um, and kind of coming up with the perfect drink is trial and error. Um, on our podcast, a lot of times we don't try the drink until we're recording so that people can get our genuine reactions. Um, and sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's not. Or we'll have a drink that we didn't enjoy and like, oh, we should add more sweetener to this or add more lime juice. Um, it's all kind of a learning process. And then if it works, you end up with something amazing. I know you guys do YouTube, so I'm sure the reaction of something that doesn't taste good is pretty glorious, you know? Like you just get the <laughs> facial expression on it. Yes, that's why we started the YouTube, just to get those facial expressions. Um, do you ever, how many interviews do you guys do about your podcast? How are you guys about going on other people's shows do you feel like you're asked a lot to come on to other platforms as well what's been fun for us is um people have asked us to be a part of our podcast they've heard it and have wanted to participate and i think it's it's awesome when we get phone calls from you know friends that we know or um, other podcasters we've met a lot of other black podcasting hosts um since we started this journey and um 
they've invited us, we've invited them, whether it's been on um, just giving support, whether we're on Instagram Live or commenting on Instagram and getting new um, information. So that's been been great. Do you think the podcast sphere, though, in all seriousness, provides a great pathway for the black voice to emerge, or could there be a better pathway as well? I think I, I think there's always room for improvement in anything. Um, but I do like the idea of podcasting for, like, the black voice. It kind of gives you a conversational feel rather than something that's scripted, like on television or in a movie um, or even on the radio. You kind of get to feel or hear somebody's um, inner thoughts, maybe, if the shows are a little unscripted. I just think having black voices in any form, any media is really nice because then you get a little piece of yourself and someone else um, out there for you. How do you guys encourage and how can other podcasters encourage that pathway to be widened more, if you will? I think for us, it's, it's always being open to trying new things and not being fearful. I know when we started this podcast, we did like when we first decided to do it, we were like, okay, let's just record. And then when we actually submitted for other people to hear how we think, it was nerve-wracking, but it was like, ball, you know, just jumping. And I think a lot of podcasters, sometimes you just have to jump, and mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen. You never know where you can land. You know, like you, for us today, we've met we've met you, a great, you know, this is excellent, you know. Yeah. We never thought anything like this could happen for us, but you you saw us and you were excited to talk to us. And Just I'm like very we're excited to talk to you. I'm very timely oriented, so I wanted I want to get you on to just say, hey, there's a Wednesday show you guys got to know, and uh, and and they got some great content. I want to meet you guys. So let's talk about the bartending because in all you know in this reality we're in, COVID's shut down the bars. It's been really bad for bartenders. So how have you guys survived this pandemic? Firstly, as a bartender, and then firstly, you know, just as people, how have you been doing with all of this? Um, so we don't bartend anymore. Um, we both stopped a while before the pandemic hit. I think um, for those that are looking to help bartenders or people that work in the service industry, tips is always a great way to do that. Um, a lot of the checks that people are getting, most of it, first of all, very small amount of money, um, hourly wage, and then usually taxes take a good portion of that. So people are really surviving off of their tips. Um, so if there's, uh, if you're ordering out takeout or going to a restaurant, just be sure to tip well and be kind to people. Just a hard time. It doesn't cost you anything to be nice. Um, so be nice rather than being, you know, angry and short-tempered. It gets oh my gosh! You think this time would teach great gratitude? You know. Um, And as people, how have you guys been doing through this pandemic and what have you been doing? Obviously, I'm guessing this podcast has helped you keep busy, keep your mind off, even the fact we're in a pandemic uh, the best it could. This podcast has helped tremendously, um, helped us through the pandemic. You know, the pandemic hit everyone very hard and a lot of people were left alone a lot of people you know not being able to be around a lot of people not having jobs a lot of people not having any type of outlet so for us in this um, podcast we were able to be an outlet for each other and for the outlet to um to, uh, to our listeners to our audience um giving us something to kind of laugh about when things really weren't funny 
right? Um, giving us you know, our thoughts. Giving us the ability to give our thoughts and our feelings about things, and to also provide a light moment for everyone else. That was the thing we wanted for our podcast. We didn't want anything too deep. We wanted people to be able to laugh and enjoy it for that thirty minutes of an episode. And so you guys go about thirty minutes, and that's a that's a great time. I'm trying to cut down mine so it's not. Um, too long and also gives you something to look forward to the next episode right so that there's that technique as well um this is this has been great to have you guys on and i, I uh let me think here i want to know more about you two so you, you get into the drinking you get into bartending uh how did you get into all of that fascination with mixing drinks and whatnot so i I got my bartending license when I was 21. I was in college. Um, you know, you first learn how to drink, or you first start drinking, and then you want to learn how to drink, or you want to learn how to make a drink, I say. And um, from there, I know it was exciting, like creating new drinks, create, you know, having loyal customers. Veronica, can we try this? BJ, can we try that? Or I mm-hmm. want this um my favorite is rum but i don't know what to mix with the rum Mm -hmm. that was kind of where i got my start and just having a good time with that yeah and i was kind of looking for a way to make additional income and bartending was always something that i liked i like making drinks for different people um and so i got my license you don't have to get a bartending license to be a bartender you can work your way up we just kind of took the fast route um And it was fun to kind of meet new people, uh, work behind the bar, come up with new drinks and try different flavors and techniques. Um, And that's something that we still do, even though we don't bartend, we're always making drinks for parties or gatherings. Um, So we're like, why not just make it into a show? You know, it's funny. I always liked the idea of doing sort of a remote podcast, you know, like somewhere. Do you ever, you know, when you're at a party at someone's house, say, hey, let's, let's do a podcast from here. Have you ever thought about that? Um, the, the quick answer is yes. <laughs> how, um, how deep we thought about it. We haven't thought into it yet. And our friends have been very supportive of our podcast. And so I know they would enjoy definitely kind of like a party podcast where it's like a pass the mic. I think that would be fun. But like, like I said, we haven't gotten deep into it. <laughs> no. And the one time we did think about doing a podcast, following a party you know like the morning after type of new year's eve function everybody it was a disastrous time we didn't even record um so it definitely require a little more thought than we put in you said last summer was a really bad time and i and i totally you know we all could see how bad a time it was was there a lot of catharsis doing this podcast as well as fun but really catharsis talking about the experience of that summer for you guys and talking about life at that time? Um, I would say not really. We, when we first started, we were kind of doing it as a way to like get out of, well, see each other, one. Um, And we kind of put a very hard decision on keeping it light and fun. Um, Every once in a while we did touch on like tough topics, but there's a lot of seriousness and you know sadness that's happening and we're just like we don't want our podcast to be that um we want to keep things light and fun and you know if we did touch on something that was a little serious or you know touchy for people we would you know 
cover it and then go back to kind of being the light. We wanted to be an escape for people rather than somewhere that they could go and hear the same things over and over or be brought down. Um, yeah, and we had fun. So we just kind of focus on the fun. That's what you got to do. I mean, I actually, to get myself through it, I podcast with someone from Iowa every, almost every day, Radio Hope. Um, I, I really recommend him too because he's got a very different positive outlook and I think we all need that. And if you ever notice a fellow podcaster that might have a sort of downer episode or downer demeanor, do you ever say, hey, you know, you can like, you know, do you ever find yourself listening to podcasts that are a little bit down and you want to find a way to lighten them up as well? Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I would say we haven't found that yet. I think the podcast that I, that we've um, kind of, I'm going to say me, that I've heard <laughs> has, been, has been, you know, they kind of, I, I needed positive reinforcement, so I tried my best to keep that. Before becoming podcasters, how big of, of a podcasting fan were you guys at the time? Um, not going to lie. I was, I only really listened to one podcast um, and we thought about podcasting, I think before podcasting was really like a thing that we listened to. We were just like, oh, we can tell you, people could hear what we're talking about. This might be entertaining for other people to listen in on. Um, But I really listened to one or two podcasts that are more on the gore or true crime side versus what we do. but I love them. Listen to it all day, all night. <laughs> and I like listening to like the love. If you hear our our podcast, we I'm the more like love and relationship. Yes, yes. host. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, I or saw like, a bit of Valentine's Day stuff, and I'm sure you know this Valentine's was awkward for many people. It was weird. It was different, just because everybody's just. You don't know what to do anymore in the dating world. So has that come into yeah. play on your podcast as well? I'm, I'm sure it has, actually. It definitely has. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of um, We had a lot of people email us and message us asking for date ideas and, you know, what, especially women, what should we do for him? What should we get for him? I know a listener asked for an emergency shooter, which is yes. what we do on our YouTube channel. Like, what do I get my boyfriend for Valentine's Day? I need ideas. And another friend, I'm planning this. Do you think I should do something different or a little bit more? Is it worth it? And we are, we love being your sounding board. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm talking with the hosts of A Sip and a Shot. We're talking about VJ and Jamie. This is uh, this is awesome. And for you guys, when you get the feedback, when you get the those emails, what's it mean to you know know that your podcast is reaching an audience? Um, it means a lot. Uh, I don't think that we when we first put it out, I don't know that we thought people were going to listen to it or be interested or kind of really have requests like they do so every time you get an email it's super exciting or dm or text message we're always sending screenshots to each other like oh my gosh what's happening oh my goodness somebody said this about us they really like it um so it means a lot it's still exciting i guess it will always be exciting we're still in the beginning stages um but we love it for sure where do you guys see sipping a shot going it sounds like you've got a lot of plans for this podcast we want um, to go everywhere. I know Jane and I talked about one day having a live show where we can all get together with our listeners and we can have our signature 
sip and our signature shop for our audience so we can all do our cheers together. That's, you know, that's a really big one for us. That's what we're, that's a really big goal for us, I should say. Did you find that in this pandemic, people were really working to make their own, their own drinks because the bar wasn't open? Did you ever find advice on that? Because that was a big deal too, that the, you know, people were starting to make their own drinks at home, weren't they? Yes. Um, that's a lot of the requests that we get. <laughs> so when we first started out, people requesting um, cocktails or shots based on different types of alcohol, if they have cognac or rum. Um, so every once in a while we do like an Instagram live and make drinks on camera and answer questions. And so people that might not have uh, bar tools like a shaker telling them, oh, this is how you could make a drink at home using two different glasses, or you might not have a muddler, but you can still make it work. Um, and trying to work with people to come up with different alternative ways of being their own bartender at home, even if they don't have all the tools, which is fun. Do you guys see the bar scene changing now with COVID? I mean, even after the restrictions are lifted, how do you see that scene changing? I do think it will change because there is still a lot of fear. I think it'll be a while before it's the same. I know, especially for me, like I, <laughs> I haven't been to a bar in at this point a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it'll definitely be different, but I think people will be a lot more patient. I, I know a lot of bartenders can say that patience at times can be very, very short at bars. Yeah. <laughs> people will be a lot more patient. They'll be excited to be out. They'll be excited to try new things. And um, there'll, there'll probably be a lot of new bartenders because they've had an opportunity to look at the different websites and to listen to our podcast to get some new ideas. Now, do you guys have any dance party aspect as well to your podcast that people can enjoy as well? No, but that is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't thought about doing any dance parties thing. Um, we do. We're kind of like the pregame, the pre-party. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll give you the drinks and the shots and how to make it and what's in it. And, you know, a little conversation maybe while you're getting ready for your night. Um, but adding the party vibe might be cool. It just feels like that. that's, that's the party scene that, you know, to have a shot with music in the background just is all that's kind of how I did at the bar, you know, just like recreate that a little bit. That's how I would do it. But that's uh, that's interesting. And one of the reasons, one of the other reasons I brought you guys on is because your story is deeper than February. So I wanted to ask, how big of a, how big is it to continue the conversation past, you know, February? I, I feel on my last podcast I talked about that. Like the conversation doesn't just stop when February 28th turns to March 1st. Would you agree? Um, we definitely would agree. We There's a lot of, I guess there's every day you can learn something about a different culture or a different group of people. Um, on our podcast, every once in a while, we try to highlight, you know, women or black women or different um, legendary people who might not be from our background. Um and I think it's important because you never know what somebody knows about a culture or a group or an ethnicity. So being able to learn something is important and be able to share that information that you have, whether it's February or March, March April, whenever. 
I, I agree. That's why that that's the whole point. Just keep the conversation going, and that's why uh, you know that's why I want to have this conversation because I feel like it's important to talk about keeping it going after February. I think um, a lot of people are definitely more, um, if anything, this pandemic has taught us is to be uh, more open. And a lot of things that happened last summer with, you know, race relations in America specifically, I think people were, people had the time to sit down and listen. And I think people allowing, allowing themselves to hear other people is what's going to keep all voices, especially black voices and minority voices, loud, and it's, they're going to be willing to listen. So I think that's that's been important too. Yeah, uh, and you know, I rollerblade on one leg in New York, and I just think you know, ADA month is great, but we got to keep that conversation going past July, and so that's kind of where I, I, I come at things. Um, Oh, yeah, you guys, do, you, do you guys consider yourselves influencers? I, I want to ask that. <laughs> not, I don't think so. I don't think, not yet. That might be too much for us this food, Alex. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> too much to serve not up, yet. you say? Uh, okay, well, okay. But as you as you grow, I'm, I'm thinking you guys realize the voices that you do have and are starting to build. That's true. We, um, I think we are very... We try to be conscious of what we're saying. Um, sometimes we do, you know, try to keep it as authentic as possible. But we do realize, like, you know, other people might see this or it might end up somewhere and there, it might have an influence that we weren't anticipating, I'll yeah. say. So we're trying to keep it positive and friendly and for everyone um, so that, you know, if you don't have a place to go or people to talk to, you feel like you can talk to us. When you guys do make that perfect shot, though, on camera, how excited? I mean, does it, do you ever think, well, the camera's there, or does the, the taste of the shot come first? How do you guys balance that emotion when it works on camera? Oh, when you when we get to taste a shot that, well, I'll say when we taste the shot that we both like, you can see it on camera. Because there are times where I like a shot, and she'll think it's too sweet, or she'll like the shot, and I'm like, need water immediately. <laughs> so, and we, we've had the opportunity to find different shots and find different systems. We've also had the opportunity to create our own and collaborate in that. And I think those are the most exciting for me. It's like, okay, we put this together, and it works, you know? So, And you can see it on our face. I think it does um, – it makes our episodes a lot more funnier because we're like, okay, we did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might see us break out into a little dance, a little mm -hmm. shoulder action happening if something's really good. That's um, awesome. What do you, yeah. I, I got to ask, cause you know, alcohol and family and all that. What do your families think of the podcast? They must love it or what, what's their reaction when they, when they see it? <laughs> I know my family has, requested that I make drinks more often. They don't think it's fair that I don't come home with the drinks I've already made. Um, so they enjoy it. They think it's funny. It's a good time, at least on my side. Um, and I got to just work on making the, some of those drinks at home. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Same on this side. Um, my, my family, they learned about it a little later. <laughs> like, so. 
they, you know, they're excited for the drinks. I know I have a younger brother who, when we first started, he was super, super supportive. And um, he wanted to try the drinks. And he would come over. He was like, do you still have what you made on Wednesday? I'm like, yeah, we, I, can, I can make it for you. And he would give me honest opinion. So that's exciting for us. Do you think there's a story behind every shot you guys take? Is there like a story that you talk about surrounding the shot that you're making or trying? Um, I wouldn't say a story. We definitely try to tie the shot or the sip um, into whatever the episode is. So if it's like we're doing a month of love right now, so all of the drinks kind of have like a love vibe to them. They've mainly been pinks or reds um, or had some kind of punny name to do with it. And then we just try to make sure everything flows together. So it's like if we're talking about St. Patrick's Day, we'll probably do something St. Patty. I love Guinness, just saying I love the Guinness. I love Jameson, just throwing that out there. And maybe people on the podcast didn't know I do have certain types of drinks. But yeah, I do. And Guinness is one of them. And Jamo as well. So uh, maybe we'll do a Zoom shot together that day. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, we definitely have. um, I have a friend in Ireland, and they are very outspoken on some of the drinks. And trying things, so I know I cannot lay them down for St. Patrick's Day. So we have to come with something amazing. <laughs> That's and, you know, as far as when we do make different drinks, a lot of times they'll be like we've known each other for so long, so there'll be reminders of some moment, of some memory, or some event that we had before, which is fun. It's like oh, this tastes like that night that we never want to forget, or yes. that time you know we probably shouldn't have raced someone down yeah. <laughs> the street, you know. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, uh, yeah, those are some fun, yep, yep. I mean, there's one story if I could share just because it's just, you're reminding me one time across Horace Harding Parkway in Queens on the way back to school, the dorms, uh, there was a parade of me walking in my shoe and my skate falling behind me, walking from the bar, because it was, yeah, so we all have those times, right? It was just, you have those yeah. memories. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, the month of love. I, I love those themes as well. Uh, Spreaker wise, though, do you feel like you're connected more so than last July in the Spreaker community, or can there be more? Uh, but what is that like within the Spreaker community right now? Um, I think we are. Last July, we kind of just. I, we picked a platform and it was like, all right, we're just going to go for it um, and see what happens. And then left and then came back to Spreaker um, at the end of the year. So it's been in, kind of crazy that, you know, we've been featured and we're talking to you um, or we've talked to different people at Spreaker about different opportunities. Um, so I would definitely say that we're more connected. I just hope that we can continue building connections and meeting new people and kind of putting ourselves out there. And, uh, and I'm glad that uh, I, I'm thankful that you guys wanted to come out here and, and, and talk to me. I loved promoting you guys and talking with you guys and please come back and actually come back as the bar scene does change in the summer. Cause I feel like the requests or the emails to you guys might change. I'm kind of curious to see how people react to the bar scene with you guys as more restrictions get lifted. Definitely. Excited to do that. We, <laughs> we will definitely come and enjoy that bar scene. Where uh, where can people find you? Like where can they find you on Insta, on Twitter, email? Where where can um where can we find you? 
So our Instagram is our Instagram, our email, um, and our podcast is a sip and a shot. So it's at a sip and a shot um, spelled out. And if you forget the A, we also have an email account that's just sip and a shot um, at Gmail. And then we're on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, any streaming platform you can think of. And our YouTube channel is a sip and a shot as well. Well, uh, come back and let me know what themes you're excited to talk about. It sounds like you got a monthly plan. Uh, when, you're, when you're excited about a certain month, let me know, and I'll ju- definitely promote it with you guys. Oh, absolutely. We would love that. We love hearing new voices and hearing new opinions. And we might we might give you a crazy one just to take it up with that. <laughs> that would be fun. Now, one last thing, because I asked everybody around this podcast when they joined one thing that you're in the public eye, but one thing that your listeners, your friends, whatever, don't know about you that you're willing to reveal right here on this podcast. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, okay. I have one. This is Jamie. Um, I don't think that people know that I don't listen to the episodes after we record them. I edit them um, and I edit the YouTube videos, but I don't like listening to myself. Um, so I don't. I leave that to DJ. <laughs> she tells me what to take out, which sounds crazy as a podcaster, but it is what it is. Oh, I'm sort of the same way. I kind of just move on and, and on to the next idea, next guest, next people, next, you know, well, how can we keep growing it? I think that's kind of where I, I stand on that, too. So yeah. it's, it's I think like that. for me, um, I think the best things are the things that are edited in life. And in, um, especially in our podcast, you know, I think when we first started out, we said, you know, if we don't like anything, we'll just take it out. And there have been things that we didn't like, but we kept it in. Yep. And we just said, let's run with it and let it just be us. Mm. So um, I don't, <laughs> I feel like I'm such an open book. For me to say like what I don't, you know, what somebody wouldn't know about me. Well, self-editing is kind of, um, it doesn't help the podcast. You know what I mean? I think it just holds you back because you obviously said it. You wanted them to hear it. Why not leave it in there? You know, that's kind of how I feel about it nowadays as I grow into this thing. So, all right, guys, sipping a shot. Uh, VJ, Jamie, so glad to connect with you guys. And and please come back and have a great uh, month of love. And, of course, St. Patrick's Day is literally under a month away, which I'm excited about. Uh, it's going to be very different than last year when everything was almost closed virtually by that point. So it'll be a little different this year. Yes. Alex, thank you so much for having us on here. This was so much fun. You got it. Well, you guys relax me because I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I need a little bit relaxed on the podcast. I'm a little not heated, but I just am very focused. And then just to relax is great. So thanks for loosening me up a little bit on this podcast tonight. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Uh, I will t- send you a sit and a shot that'll help you do that again. <laughs> I like that. I'm Alex Garrett, where we're always adapting, and I guess then some. Have a great night.